This episode of the Clipper Culture Podcast is brought to you by... No, nah, no sponsors yet. Just messing with you guys. But we do want to thank you for listening in every week and being here with us. And also, we want to thank you for liking our Apple Podcast episodes and rating it. Please continue to do so. Those who haven't, please do so. And also, uh, make sure to share the episodes to people who might be interested in listening in. We do want to tell you that this week we had Keisha JP. And unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties with the sound. But it was a great episode. And we were lucky enough to get some pretty good sound from our cameraman. But lesson learned. We keep moving forward. And that's the point of this whole thing, right? To keep taking steps forward. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Episode 11 of Clipper Culture. 11. 11. Oh, that's my lucky number. You see? One one. You see? This was meant oh. to happen. Okay. My name is Freddie, once again, and I'm here with... Quiche. Are you Quiche? Quiche JP, I'm good. You still nervous or just getting better by a minute? Nervous? You said I didn't think about... That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being nervous. <laughs> How's your day been going? It's been going good. As soon as I got in here, it was like... My anxiety levels went down. Really? Yeah, I'm dead, I'm dead serious. With the dog barking at you? Like, the nah, it's just a dog. <laughs> nah, it was just it's the atmosphere in here, the aura is just like, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's meant to be like that, right? That makes me so happy, yeah. It's the plants and the incidents. Mm. Um, first time I saw you was in the uh, MTL Blurred video. You and your oh sister. Oh my goodness. That was the first time I saw you guys, actually. I forgot about that. <laughs> I remember that? <laughs> It was about I'm trying to remember what it was about though. Was it? Yeah, it was about No, it was about NTL. It was about Montreal. Yeah, but your no, I think yours was about maybe sisters or dating artists or something like that. No, it was, it was about we don't give a fuck. That's what it was. Yeah, it was about NTL doesn't give a f. Montreal doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we were saying how like Montreal doesn't care about about the poutines, about a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But the person that was on that video isn't the person I'm meeting today. What do you mean? It was just, I mean, it was a lot more like... Like we were more like vodka, like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I'm not like that. I actually do really give a fuck about that. So, um, tell me a bit about yourself. Where, where, where'd you grow up? Um, well, I was born in Saint Laurent, Montreal, Saint Laurent, and then we moved to Laval. Mm. So I was like... Throughout elementary school, I was in Laval, I was amongst a lot of Greek and Italian mm-hmm. kids. Um, so I was always, I always felt like the outcast. I, I get that. I was the only black girl yeah. in my class, in my grade. I think it was like three black kids in high school. In high school. Yeah. Um, yeah, I grew up there and then I moved to, after college, I moved to Toronto. I was there for like four or five years. Mm-hmm. I love Toronto, I miss Toronto so much. Sometimes I wish I don't know. Don't say it. Don't say it. What do you mean? I'm sure. No, no offense. <laughs> I'm joking. My job's beautiful, but I just really miss the Toronto. The people, the energy, the very warm. So yeah, I grew up. Um, I grew up in Montreal. I moved to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I was in Ottawa first, and then I moved to Toronto, and then I came back to Montreal. And it was uh, how many siblings were you guys? 
It was just me and my sister. Okay. I have a brother in Ottawa on my dad's side. We're, we're all pretty close. But um, yeah, it was, it was my mom who raised us, single mom. She raised me and my sister, and we would see my dad on weekends. Okay. Yeah. And your mom, was she into art also? No. Not at all? She's oh. not very artistic. No? Well, my dad is the artist. Okay. Yeah, he's a painter. Okay. And my mom obviously likes artists, I, I guess. Obviously. But, um, yeah, she wasn't, she's not very creative. She's more, like, I don't know, like businessy. What'd you get from your mom? If the art comes more from your dad, what'd you get? What do you think you got from your mom? That's a good question. What do you think I got from mommy? Mommy <laughs> is a independent woman. My mom is very independent. Mm -hmm. Yes. She so yeah, maybe my independence. Uh, she's very stubborn. I got that from her. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like if I want to do something and I set my mind to it, I, nobody can tell me. Nobody can convince me to do something other than what I have my mind set on. You mm -hmm. know. Um. She's very organized. That's you also? Kind of, kind of organized, I guess. It's pretty tidy in here. Yeah. Well, the neat freakness is from my dad. He's yeah. such a neat freak. But, um, yeah. My dad is an artistic one, and that's where I got my... my what kind of art does he do? He does painting. He does mm -hmm. oil painting, murals. Uh, and my grandpa on my dad's side, he was a writer. Okay. He was a sculptor. Okay, okay. But I never knew him. Like, we never... I never okay. met him. I spoke to him on the phone once. He was in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. so your dad's Jamaican. Yes. And your mom? Jamaican, and my mom is French Canadian. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah. And um, how how big how big was art? Was it like where he did he live off of art, or it was just a side thing for him? Or? Yeah, he lived off of it. Um, He's a full time artist. Yeah, he's a full-time artist, but no, he does some some side some construction jobs okay. inside. So he's not um, a full-time artist like I am. I think it would have been different for him if social media was mm. like existed when he was yeah, yeah, yeah. When, he, when he started off. Because it's like it's a great tool to connect you with a lot of clients and like opportunities that you normally wouldn't have access to being in Montreal. I'm skipping questions, but you're not really big into social media. You're not like post everyday type of person. I, I should. Recently, for the past like three months, I've been I've taken a break from social media because mm -hmm. it's it can be so distracting. I'm, I'm easily distracted, and it's it can be unhealthy. Like when you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, your like, work or yourself, yourself, and you're not really my work because my work is very uh, in its own lane. But it can be tricky, like. I try to only use it for marketing. Okay. You know what I mean. So like, if I have a, a series that I that I came up with and I want to share it with people, that's when I'll start posting it. But I don't know. I'm I'm told to be more active on mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. Just to I think it's important so people can get to know me as well. Maybe you should figure out like figure out a way to make it more organic for yourself, and not just I have to post. Yeah. That would what do you suggest? I don't know. Like even for myself, I'm I'm not big on posting every day, but I do a lot. Of, I try to do stories just to yeah, stay stories. stay in the the algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that's yeah. Could be it. I have to get back on it, but I, I like I made it a point to like it was my goal to just take a break from mm -hmm. social media for the past mm -hmm. three months. I'm gonna get back into it like maybe in two weeks or something. Mm -hmm. But it's been nice. 
Yeah, it's I, been nice I, to I, take I, a break from it because like I used to wake up and just go on Instagram and go on my social media. Now it's like you wake up and I'm more present. I'm mm -hmm. more in my own vibe and like that's better for me to create new pieces. Okay. You know, and you know, here, so. it's not part of your routine. So you don't have to do it. Have yeah. It. I, I get that sometimes where I get on it and I forgot why I got on it exactly. or what I was supposed to do on my phone and then. Yeah, yeah. I just get lost in it. Yeah, on like random ass videos. Like <laughs> how to make uh, slime. I'm like, how to make it. Yeah, so I have to really not, I have to make an effort not to be distracted mm -hmm. by that. It's not healthy for me personally. I'm not saying everyone should be like that. So, um, to get back to um, what we were talking about before, the reason why I was asking you about uh, your, your dad and your mom is I, I was trying to figure out what allow you to become confident and a liberated artist when it comes to your art especially when it comes to like um women's bodies or whatnot there are a lot of artists that do that type of art but i'm just i'm trying to figure out what allows you to be like you know what i'm gonna put it out there what gives me like the confidence yeah. to paint yeah and to present it as such also because I'm not an artist, so, and I, I don't even, I don't even, how can I put it in words? It would be natural for me to just put out a picture like that or a piece of art that way. Why is it natural for you? It's natural for me because it's, it's, it's a representation of who I am. Okay. You know what I mean? In the art world, you have so many... It's, it's, the female form is art in itself and like it's for people to appreciate and see in a different light, mm -hmm. not just over-sexualization that we're so used to, it's mm -hmm. to be seen as art and divine, you know what I mean? So, <clears throat> and like I was just tired of always seeing the same thing, it's always white women. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I wanted to see myself more. Mm. I wish I saw myself more in mainstream media, in the art world, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I'll just do it myself. I'll just paint what I would like to see. And I find it, I find, I find it very beautiful. It's admirable. Like, it's like looking at flowers or trees or nature, you know? It brings you a sense of peace. Mm -hmm. That's the same vibe I get when I see the female form. It's not in a sexual, perverted way. Some okay. people see it that way and yeah. it offends them, but that's their own view, so I don't really let it get to me. Get to you. Uh, what was the question? That was it. Oh. What allows you to... Yeah, it just comes. It's just natural to me. I just enjoy capturing that beauty. And art aside, what, what, else, um, what else were you into growing up? Music. I played the guitar. Like to take pictures. It was always a creative. Camera, guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love creative things. Mm, what was I into? Boys. <laughs> I'm just being right. honest. Um, the same things I'm into now. It's just now I'm more like focused on it. I'm not afraid mm -hmm. to uh, really like dive into it 100 full heart wholeheartedly. In the beginning I was more like trying to please like my parents and stuff. So I was studying business accounting because it was a safe 
throughout mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it was totally not as dedicated as I am now. I would I was I would still like sketch and stuff, but I wasn't um, fully committed to it. And how difficult was it to like uh, to make that risky choice instead of becoming of staying in business or I don't know maybe becoming an art teacher or a creative director or for some company again. That'd be cool. I mean, being an artist. You're, you're an independent artist, right? <clears throat> yeah. So, how difficult was it to make that choice or to take that risk? It wasn't difficult when I think back to it. It, it was kind of difficult in the beginning when I would think, oh, maybe I can just paint full time. And it was scary. Um, but like the actual transition wasn't difficult because I was so fed up of like the corporate 9 to 5 life. Mm-hmm. You know? What you do? I was, I was working at TD Canada Trust. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I, was, I shouldn't say that. I was working at a bank. Yes. Um, <laughs> I learned a lot of really good things from working. Did you or are you just saying? No, no, I really okay, did. Okay. Like customer service, okay. you know, which I still have to take and mm-hmm. I still have to use in my art business. Um, like breaks and stuff. I have to give myself breaks, lunch breaks, and just manage my time better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you asked me what was it like. How difficult it was. Yeah, it was, um, wasn't that difficult? Because I was, yeah, like I said, I was just like, oh my god, like I, I would, I would be so tired, I would want to, I would come home and paint, because that's what I really love to mm-hmm. do, and I would have no energy for it. So I was, it was like, it was like sucking my soul, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, I'm not saying that it's like a bad thing because most people love to love that life, perfect life, and that's their goal too. I don't think so. Some people... I think they love they love the security and the stability of it. You think? Mm-hmm. I don't think they love the actual job. And I'm not saying some people don't love their jobs, some people do love their jobs, but I don't think mo- most people do. Not most people. Majority of people hate the job. Yeah. Like they can't wait till the weekend, mm-hmm. get drunk, and blah, blah, blah. But some people, uh, like... like actually like genuinely enjoy that. Yeah. Like, my, my old boss, it seemed like he genuinely enjoyed that that lifestyle and I was like, I cannot be like that. But like yeah, I was I remember I was shadowing like different departments to see where I can move up to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I can definitely do this. I can totally see myself like easily climbing up the ladder, but once I'm there, am I gonna be happy? Like do I wanna is like is this my life? Is this what I really want to do? So I would like tell I would think that to myself and then I just made a decision one day to just like dedicate. And transition was hard? Or long? It was hard, kind of. It was, I wouldn't say hard, but it was challenging because you have so much freedom and you have to like have self discipline, which I lack. So, um, yeah, it's a learning experience. I'm still learning every day to like be my own boss mm-hmm. and just be more focused. And um, <clears throat> have you ever questioned any of your choices or questioned the path you took? What do you mean, questioned? Like, doubted? Or? Yeah, doubted. Like, shit, maybe. No, 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 no. Never, ever. Like, every day I wake up and I'm thankful and I'm like, oh, I'm so filled with like gratitude that, mm-hmm. I, that I can do this. And I have so many like ideas for the future and like, I'm very, very, I'm very glad that I decided to pursue my art full time. Good. Yeah. Even though it's, it's hard sometimes. No. What do you mean? 
It can be hard. She looks at her team. No, no, no. I'm just thinking. There's lots of it's tricky. It be tricky because there's no. It's not like a you don't get your 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 stable like paycheck every two weeks. Yeah. Like when I was working at the bank, it was very easy. It would just sit down and like text people and do mails. <laughs> like my mails was a classic. Okay. okay. Eat. And it was just very easy, and you just get the same amount of, of money. And now it's like you really have to proactively be your own market. You have to do your own marketing. You have to mm-hmm. like really be your own boss. You have to be very on top of your shit and organized. And you're working That's with your sister and Mira. Uh, yeah. How long has that been going? How long has How long have you guys been my managers? Like a year. Like a year, right? A year? No. No, no, it's been less year. Yeah, they give me like advice. But I mean, been. But we've always been in each other's lives. Because yeah. I think I think you told me that you, you guys told me that you were managing her probably around um, the influence event. Uh, event was it last year? Solo show. After the solo show, so um, that was in October. And how's that been going? We're just a team, like we. Yeah, more like I'm asking, more like having a team with you, yeah, know, more no, than no, no, no. It's important. Yeah. Any artists watching this, you need to have a good support system. Because I don't think most artists think about that. Yeah, they're more like solo. Yeah, it's important. You need to have a good. You have to have some uplifting people surrounding you. It's, it's very important. I think the vibe that they probably bring matches. Really yeah, we have to around the same vibe, definitely. Definitely, definitely. I'll ask them their opinion on something. It's usually like on the same vibe of what I was thinking. You know, it's good. Aww. Yeah, I love them. I'm very happy that they're in my life. <laughs> yeah. So I was going through um, some of your pieces online, and it seemed like there was a theme, and then you gave us a biggie piece of Lauren and Bradley with Rihanna. How do you decide where you go with each piece, or what you do, what you do, what you decide to to paint? It um, it depends where I am in my life. Like in the beginning, it was the the, the, the black. Uh, it was more pro black, mm-hmm. like uh, Malcolm X and Maya Angelou, Lauren Hill. People who their main message was like to uplift black people. And then it evolves and it grows as I evolve and grow. Mm. It's always different. <clears throat> then it went into femininity, black femininity. Now it's more, it's still, it's always going to be black femininity because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be a part of my work because mm. it's who I am. But it's more like spiritual now. It's more like about oneness and spirituality. So yeah, that's how I don't really like think in my head like oh I'm gonna do this. I don't really have a plan and plan with that, but it just um, yeah, it just it just I just let it flow through me. It just depends on where I'm at in that that time in my life. So, um, you said from what I gather, most of your pieces are about about your blackness and femininity or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But you're a mixed child, right? And does that sometimes does that sometimes come into you question that sometimes? Not the fact that you're mixed, but like, should I only be 
focusing on this side, part of my life. Part of my life, like you mean like the black side? Yeah. Um, I think it's just, um, it's just natural because when people see me, the, like I, I identify as a mm -hmm. black person. Okay. That's what I'm, but that's what I represent. So, yeah, that's what <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I identify as a black person. Okay. So that's what my, my work will represent what I identify as. Okay. Yeah. And as for, um, you had some, some, some pieces commissioned, right? Mm-hmm. That's um, what I meant. Oh, so most of your pieces are commissioned. And so how does most, that... No, well, the ones that I post are not, but mm -hmm. I, yeah, I have a lot of commissions. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that, so for example, the obviously the Shaq piece, uh, which was Biggie, and the crown. Yeah. Um, how did that happen? He reached out to me via email. He asked for three pieces. He has three of my pieces, uh -huh. but he only posted one of them. Okay. But it's okay. I'm wearing them. Um, yeah, he just emailed me. He emailed me. And mm -hmm. I didn't know. I thought it was my friend like, joking around me. So I'm like, oh, stop joking around. Was it like Shaq at gmail.com? Like, um, no, no, no. It was like, uh, well, kind of. Well, you only did say it. I don't know the email, but yeah, it was kind of like that. So it seemed very fake. So I was like, okay, ha ha ha, who is this? very funny and then I'm like proven if it's really you and he proved it by sending me a video with his DM and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I thought you were my friend you know it's really yeah it was very exciting I was so happy it's very cool that he would like thank you how did he find you he found me through Instagram he found me through Instagram it was I think I'm not sure exactly I didn't ask him but I think it was you know those like um those like these art pages that just post black art okay I think he, he follows one of those, and I think he saw one of my pieces <clears throat> on that. And then he just emailed me, asked me for a biggie piece. Can you say what the other pieces are? Yeah, it was a uh, two-pack painting mm -hmm. and a uh, female form painting. Like It was a kind of abstract body colors. Uh, I can show you. I mean, yeah, you can show it to me. I don't know how to... There's no title for it. It was, yeah, it was like a personal piece that I did for myself. He wanted it, so I gave it to him. And then a Tupac piece and a Mickey piece. Okay. Yeah. And um, I was actually just listening to uh, Nazca on uh, Thinking Out Loud, and he was talking about... Yeah. What is this? Yeah. What, do you, what is this based on? Based on the body. It was a self portrait? Kinda okay. mixed to the other things. Okay. Yeah. Alright. So um yeah, I was saying I was just listening to uh to Nazca and I'm thinking out loud and he was saying how artists have to uh, know their value. How do you mm -hmm. determine that? Like how much you gonna sell a piece? That is it's so hard to I know, can imagine. Oh my god, I hate it. That's why I have them. <laughs> they deal with that because I can't. You don't know how to like, like for me. It's tricky because it depends who you're selling it to. Mm -hmm. How do you determine your value? You need to know your value. You need to value your own work. Because in the beginning, I was like, I was about a hundred bucks, whatever. And then, like, the more you do it, the more you're dedicated. The more like a part of me. Hundred bucks. Yeah, I was super cheap in my shit because I was working at the bank. I'm like, oh, whatever, just sign it. No, no, no. <laughs> but now it's like you really have to know your value. 
Jason, sorry, we're all the black guy, would tell me like, no, I'm like, oh, a thousand dollars, no cage, like six thousand dollars. Mira, you mind coming through for a second? <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Like, tell me how how, how you, you value you, you put value on your pieces. Well, first of all, it's all the years of experience exactly. that Keisha had. Mm -hmm. You know, also like in terms of credibility. You know, like she sold paintings to Shaquille O'Neal. Like she did K. Michelle's album cover. Artwork, oh, word. You know, so people know who Keisha is. You know, so. All of that, that's part of her value and even now I still feel like she's still undercharging mm -hmm. because, you know, like I think, I think, you know, because I think big of her, you know, yeah. but yeah, that's, it's all, it's to factor in all those things, you know, like, and that's, that's how, that's how I mean. Mm -hmm. It's all good. No, but you need people like that because it's yeah. true, like to help put things into perspective, you know what I mean? Because I'm kind of, it's not that I don't have confidence in my work, but like, mm -hmm. I guess I'm like overly humble with my stuff. I get it. And I don't, I don't really like to boast or brag about my things, but then he lets me know, no, you deserve that recognition, you deserve that. <laughs> you deserve to be recognized for the work. Put in. I agree. You know, and it's very personal. It's, it's it's a part of me. It's very deep. Everything I create. Especially art. Like when you put out a product, I think it's it's one thing, but art. It's deep. It is like you said, a part of you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it represents a part of. It represents a time that you're going through in your life. It represents mm -hmm. so much. It's to help uplift other people. So it has a lot of value, and it's gonna be in your life forever. It's gonna last forever. It's, it's timeless. Sure. You know. um, get back to something you said earlier. You're talking about seeing yourself, um, or seeing black images in art. Mm -hmm. Talk about representation and how important that is for you. It's so important. Like I'd only see uh, in like the major art galleries, I'd see the black people as like slaves or servants mm -hmm. in the background. Mm -hmm. It's not uplifting mm -hmm. for us, you know. So I think it's important to paint ourselves, let other black women see themselves in an uplifting, divine, powerful light. And have you seen like the impact of your art in in other maybe young girls or other women yeah, or other people? That, that makes me like cry. Like I get messages <laughs> from people sometimes and like, oh my god, I've seen this painting and it reminded me of my body type and I was so ashamed and you painted mm. it in such a beautiful way. And, have confidence in myself or like even when I'm inspiring people to be more creative or like just touch into or double into their own passions mm -hmm. and just be more creative that's like so gratifying that's that makes me very happy are you a shy person yeah so how do you do self-portraits I mean I'm of not doing it outside no I know I know, I know <laughs> but I mean like it's still like you know it's no. I'm not, that's not, that's not the question. I'm just saying, like, it's different. It's more, because it's for me. And then I think to myself, okay, I'm going to share it. Because I'm going to be selfish with my, with my work if it can help other people. So I don't do it to show it off. I just do it for myself and to 
take aspects of it that I find uplifting and beautiful, and if it can help other people, why not share? Why not share it with other people if it can uplift other women? Or like maybe show, help men have a different perspective of the female body, you know? And that's, uh, I think, I think art like yours have helped a lot men to like, it's helped normalize, normalize the female body, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The more you see it, the less it becomes quote unquote pornographic. Yeah, I don't want it to be seen as pornographic. I really don't. <laughs> it's not supposed to be like that. But um, it can be tricky because not everyone has my perspective, not everyone has the same views as I do. So, like, it's happened where people report my things online and, really? and, and they get taken down. And that's so frustrating because it's like I'm not even trying to make it in that way. Mm. When people can't help themselves from seeing things a certain way. Mm. So that can be frustrating. But uh, yeah, I just hopefully, uh, hopefully I can change people's perspective. I think so. Yeah, I have a new series coming out. Which is? talk too much about it, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's going to be more clear, more straightforward, it's going to incorporate like interviews of the models that I'm sketching and I'm painting, okay. and we're going to ask them specific questions just so that the message is more clear for people to understand behind the, behind the painting. Behind okay, the so it's not just art, it's everything around it. Yeah, it's not just the end product, it's, we're going to have, we're going to, we're going to record the creative process, we're going to have stories being brought to light so mm -hmm. that people can understand the deeper meaning behind the nudity. Okay. Just see it as like a surface level pornographic, pornographic uh, image. Alright. If that makes sense. Does that make any no, sense? No, it makes sense. sense? Okay. It makes sense. I get it. And um, where else, what, what else can we expect from your side from uh, what you just told us? The new series, mm -hmm. um, 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 there's going to be um, an art fair in the UK that I'm a part of. Congrats. In October. It's your first time? It's not your first time traveling? Where you it's are? It's in the UK, yes. Not, not traveling, I've been in the States a lot okay. for art shows and stuff, but it's my first time in the UK. I'm super excited about that. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. But I'm really excited to share the new series with you guys. It's going to be amazing because I love it. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So I'm glad you sat down with me. It wasn't too bad, was it? No. Told you. That was good. Right? Because <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just thinking things and I don't know if it's coming out the same way that I'm thinking it. So it I might mean, not make sense what I'm saying. You not have conversations? Not really. So they come not here. Not like long ass conversations like that. They have conversations. We stay on the phone for hours, Keish. What are you talking about? Not about me, though. <laughs> we don't just sit and talk about me. That's true. Like, it yeah. is different. Okay. Yeah, it's very different and very comfortable. So what can you but you made it very comfortable. Thank, so you. thank you. Thank you. Yes, very good. So where can people see your uh, your art or your work? It's still going on? Yeah. Oh my god. That was done. <laughs> Why? Because you're like, oh, how was it? It wasn't that bad. No, I mean, that's why I said it's, it's more of a conversation than an interview. So we can both sip on water without worrying about time. I like that.
one more. What was the question? I said, where can people find your art? Uh, aside from, I guess, you can give your, your handle and whatnot. Yeah, KISHJP. Mm -hmm. K E I S H J P. Yeah, KISHJP. On everything. Uh, KISHJP.com. KISHJP on YouTube. On Instagram, on Twitter, on Twitter, it's uh, what is it? KISHJP Art. You tweet? Not really. I'm more, I, I, let, I let my message speak through my art. They're looking at me funny because they want me to be more such active. such an artist. <laughs> no, I need to be more active, I know. And I will be because I think I have, a, I have a lot of important things that I want to share with people that will be helpful and uplifting to them. So I'm going to be more active on it. So you don't think your, your thoughts have as much no, impact I, as your art? I do, of course. I mean, my art is my thoughts, but it's just that I'm not one to push my views on people. Okay. I feel like I don't like making people feel too uncomfortable, so I just like I just keep things to myself unless I'm asked. Mm -hmm. I'm not one to just be like, oh, I think this, and we just tweet it so everyone knows my my thoughts. But it's important, and it's an important message that people need to know and be aware of. Mm -hmm. You need to share these things. So I'm going to be making more of an effort to do that. Well, thank you, Keish JP. Thank you. I need you to do one more thing for me. What? Just do a drop. As soon as you say this is Keish JP and you're listening to the Click for Culture Podcast. This is Keish JP and you've been listening to the Click for Culture Podcast. Thank you. favorite podcast. <laughs> 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 well, I love it. This is a really good podcast. It's a very chill, very relaxing. It's your loft, actually. Thank you.